back on the news hour. It's Friday before the first football game of the year for Illinois. That means it's time for a new season of Illini Notebooks, as we do every Friday with the voice of the Fighting Illini, Brian Barnhart. Of course, you hear him as well in the morning at 9 a.m. with Penny for your thoughts. Well, Brian, Akron is in town. Kickoff tomorrow at 11 a.m. Our game day coverage starts at 9.30 after Saturday Sports Talk. And uh, year four for Lovey Smith, and there's a lot of questions saying, is this the year the Illini turned the corner? Yes, and then we'll find out uh, here fairly soon. I think the, the first three games on the schedule, when you look at them, you know, you've got Akron tomorrow. You're at Connecticut, who is completely rebuilding. I saw one ranking. They were at the bottom of the FBS as far as ranking. Uh, number 130 or whatever it was, and then you've got Eastern Michigan coming in here. So on paper, you've got potentially three wins coming up. Now, does that mean you just show up and you win them? No. Last year, Akron picked off a couple of passes, ran them back for touchdowns, and won at Northwestern. Had a fumble recovery late. So it can happen. Eastern Michigan won at Purdue. So not to say that uh, these are guaranteed wins, but certainly you like Illinois' chances. And you just want to get off to a good start tomorrow. You don't know a whole lot about Akron. You've got a brand-new coach. Tom Arth, who comes in after coaching at Division One AA or FCS, had a lot of success at John Carroll University. But, you know, as a Illini defense, you don't know what you're going to see exactly other than we know it's a pro-style offense. So the thing is to uh, get your guys out there, get Brandon Peters settled in at quarterback, uh, see where your running game is, which I think is going to be good. I think the offense is going to be solid, if not better, even better than last year, and they made tremendous strides. The defense is what I'm watching for. You know, how consistent can they be? Can they improve just some from last year? And I think they can improve a lot. But, uh, you know, you're giving up 40 points a game last year. You're not going to win any games. And I think that that's where they've got to show the most improvement is on the defensive side of the ball, no matter who the opponents are the first three weeks. And Illinois has made no – has not hid how they did as a defense last year. I mean – Lovey Smith has used that as motivation to remind his guys all the time that you were 128th out of 130 uh, Division One teams in defense. That has to change. And I think in addition to a win tomorrow, I think fans will want to see how well do you execute. Last year, they beat Kent State in the opener but gave up 400-plus mm-hmm. yards, and that was turned out to be a foreshadowing yeah. of, of the bad defense. A lot of this is a beauty contest early in some of these games. You know, How do you look doing it? Is there a good sense of hey, that team may not have been great, but we look pretty good doing it. That's the perception you want to create. And you want to get some guys some experience. And, you know, do, you, do they work in Isaiah Williams for a little bit? Do they work in Matt Robinson? What about some of the young guys returning kicks? How do they look now that you've lost Marquez Beeson for the year? Um, how will that defensive line, how do you replace Bobby Roundtree? Those are all things that fans want to feel good about after one game, and hopefully they will. Brian Barnhart here for us with the Illini Notebook. And then after these three openers, these three non-conference games, then Nebraska comes into town. And, you know, that'll probably be the first big test, assuming you go 3-0. and You want to get everything set for it. And you, you find out what kind of year is this going to be. Last year, 4-8 and eight, with just a, a win in the uh, two wins in the Big Ten. Uh, but there's kind of a bad taste of how things ended. Yeah, with the Iowa game at the end of the year, you know, you had the Minnesota win where they looked so impressive and blew out Minnesota and had long touchdown runs and just ran wild against a decent Gopher team. And then to have Iowa come in, who normally doesn't blow people out, and to lose 63 nothing at home, and that was the bad taste. Now, at the end of the year, Illinois did play pretty well at Northwestern 
against the Big Ten West champions and had a shot in that game to possibly win it. So they were close in a couple. Maybe could have had five wins if you think about the South Florida game that slipped away. So uh, maybe the record wasn't quite uh, exactly where it should have been or could have been. But uh, I think fans want to see five, six wins, get to a bowl game, take that next step forward. And you've been around a lot of teams now. You've been through a lot of off-seasons and training camps. You know, to me, this is the most buzz, excitement around that I've sensed. But I wonder how that how that sense has passed you. Because there's always optimism. There's always mm-hmm. excitement for a, new, uh, for a new season before a snap's been had. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's like spring training in baseball. Everybody, yeah. you know, even the Baltimore Orioles in spring training thought, oh, you know, we might have a decent year, you know, and, and they're not. So there's always optimism. But you're right. I think the players kind of sense it. I can tell from Lovey Smith's demeanor that he is feeling good about things from that standpoint. When you think about it, the talk about the freshmen, the sophomores, how many minutes they had to play, and they were getting beat up by bigger teams and faster teams. Well, now all those kids are juniors, and you're building your program around those juniors, and you've got the facilities in place now with the Smith Center and all the different things that have happened in the offseason. The GPAs are good. Every Everything's in place, as Josh Whitman talked about, getting to the start line. Now let's go forward. And I think that's the buzz, the optimism you're feeling. Recruiting has been, you know, we're ne- never going to, at this time, we're, we're not Michigan or Ohio State or Penn State recruiting-wise, but they're getting some really, really good talent, I think, that sometimes gets overlooked. And with the transfers that are coming in, the kids from USC and Pettibone from Alabama, I think uh, that's another route you can take to have some quick success. And I think all of that combined uh, with I think will be a very exciting offense. Uh, I think you have people excited. All right. The Illini Notebook is brought to us by Guido's Jupiter's Billy Baruz and Seven Saints. Brian, tomorrow the 130th season of Illinois football opens up. What's in your notebook? Well, a couple of things. Uh, last year I mentioned Akron uh, defeated Northwestern. It was their first win over a Big Ten opponent since not 1994, 1894 when they beat Ohio State. On the Akron roster is a backup offensive lineman named Ryan Beckman. That is the nephew of the former Illini coach, Tim Beckman. Sounds familiar. Don't know if the Beckmans will be here for the game or not, but we'll see. Uh, Robbie Kelly is a backup quarterback, 6th year quarterback. He was a teammate at Rochester of Zach Grant, who's on the Illinois staff, and former quarterback Wes Lunt, who will be with us on uh, what game day tomorrow. And Whitney Merciless, outstanding player for Illinois, was from Akron. Uh, so now in the NFL, of course. And uh, there's a tight end for uh, Akron talking about a West Virginia connection because Terry Bowden uh, is from West Virginia, and he was the previous coach. Maverick Wolfley, his dad played at West Virginia. His brother played at West Virginia. His uncle played at West Virginia and was a pro bowler and was in the NFL. And his grandfather is Ray Mansfield, who played 14 years in the NFL with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So... He's got a, a rich tradition. The Illini defense, we talked about it, has to improve. Uh, last year gave up 39.5 points a game. The Illini, though, have forced a turnover in 24 of the last 26 games. We talked about that last year. And the defense recorded 15 interceptions. That was in the top 20 in the FBS. The year before, they were in the top 20 uh, in forced fumbles. They were actually second in the nation in that category. But lo- the first year, they had forced fumbles but no interceptions the next year was interceptions and no forced fumbles so maybe the takeaways will come this year which I know is a staple of Lovey Smith's defense 
The Illini Notebook with Brian Barnhart. Uh, Brian, we'll talk to you again tomorrow morning. Best of luck as you start another year. Yeah, looking forward to it and uh, looking forward to working with everybody in the booth, yourself included. So we'll, uh, we'll have a lot of fun tomorrow, I'm hoping. Game day coverage starts at 9.30. That's the Illini Notebook brought to us by Guido's, Jupiter's, Billy Brews, and Seven Saints. Local news is next.